Saskatchewan. I'm Taylor McPherson filling in for John Gormley once again. Just a short, brief stint in the host chair this time. John just needed an extra day to finish washing his hair, so he'll be back with you tomorrow. Over the weekend, not a lot of movement for the many Canadians still trapped in Gaza amid the Israel-Hamas war. Global Affairs Canada says evacuations are tentatively set to begin today, but that's going to be difficult. Over the weekend, the Palestinian Crossing Authority said foreigners were not permitted to cross into Egypt because it says Israel isn't allowing Palestinian medical patients to leave either. Obviously, the government of Canada is facing serious pressure to get those Canadians to safety, but unless we're willing to, you know, send in troops to help get them out were limited to diplomatic channels. The National Post, by the way, this morning is calling for exactly that. In an editorial, the Post says Canada and its allies should send troops into Gaza in order to help destroy the terror group Hamas and give Palestinian people the space to put their house in order. It's a task Canada is suited to, the Post's editors write, thanks to our long peacekeeping tradition. We'll have more on that coming up in the hour of the big stories at 9. And since John is away, I need your help that hour. one 332 8255 Give me a call. Give me a text with anything and everything on your mind. Also, coming up today, all eyes turn to Ottawa for the big vote on the carbon tax and home heating. Let me take you right back to the start of this. This all began when Prime Minister Trudeau, who is really in kind of desperate need of a few extra votes in Atlantic Canada as his poll numbers tank, announced an exemption from the carbon tax for homes that are heated by oil. Of course, here in Saskatchewan, the vast, vast majority of our homes are heated by natural gas. Oil heat only accounts for about 0.4% of all Saskatchewan homes. So why should the Maritimes get an exemption that we don't get? We have to heat our homes, too. And in fact, our winters get a little bit colder here than they do in Newfoundland. Obviously, that got the Saskatchewan government and, well, all Saskatchewan MLAs pretty hot under the collar. And last week, a vote carried unanimously with the support of the NDP, expressing concerns over the unfairness of the oil heating exemption. And this morning, Ottawa is set to vote on a non-binding motion extending the carbon tax exemption to all home heating. Pierre Polyev, leader of the Conservative Party, says the question is now, what will Jagmeet Singh do? Because he seems to hold the balance of power in Ottawa through his confidence agreement with the Liberals. And it actually sounds like Singh is on board with this one, but we'll have to wait and see. That vote in Ottawa is set for 2 p.m. our time. But if that motion ultimately doesn't pass, or if it isn't adopted by the Trudeau government, Saskatchewan is just ready to stop paying the carbon tax on any of Sask Energy's natural gas use, and to hell with the legal consequences. Obviously, this sets up the potential for another huge, costly legal battle over the carbon tax. And for those with long memories, Saskatchewan doesn't exactly have the greatest track record on that front. Joining me now to dive a little bit deeper into the issue is Saskatchewan NDP leader, Carla Beck. Uh, Good morning, Carla. I love a unanimous vote, but they do tend to be pretty rare in Saskatchewan. So why did the NDP vote alongside the Sask Party on this? Good morning, Taylor. It's good to be here with you. Um, 
Well, the initial motion that came forward was a motion that the Saskatchewan NDP put forward. And I think this comes down to fairness. Um, You know, the cost of living crisis doesn't end at the Quebec border. It's the number one issue here in Saskatchewan. We've heard that uh, repeatedly for, for months and months. And, you know, we have people in this province struggling to, to pay their home heating right now is at a time when it's just uh, starting to get colder out there. Um, I think what you saw from, from all, all members in the Assembly was a, a sense that this carve-out really did strike at that sense of fairness um, that, that we all have. And, uh, yeah, it is rare, but I think it was important um, on this motion. Carla Beck, Saskatchewan NDP leader, joins us to kick off this brand new week here on Gormley. Uh, this sets up a potentially long and potentially costly fight with Ottawa. Uh, the province is just willing to stop paying the carbon tax on Sask Energy's carbon usage. Would the Saskatchewan NDP be willing to join in this fight as as far as it goes and see it all the way through? Well, I think this is where you you might see some some difference between the two parties here, Taylor. Um, right now, it's November, and this carve out isn't isn't set to take place until January first. I think what people would expect to see from leaders of any political stripe is between now and January first for the federal government and the provinces uh, to get to the table and find a reasonable solution here. Um, you know, this is uh, cannot be something that's going to be found a solution to on Twitter or, or yelling at each other on on the national media. Um, I think that there is a need for for all leaders to to be at the table and find some fairness in in this issue. Well, it sounds like Jugmeet Singh and the federal NDP are going to back the Conservatives in today's vote in Ottawa, but Singh does have a unique opportunity to put pressure on Justin Trudeau for some carbon tax relief, uh, and even beyond what may happen here today. So as the leader of the Saskatchewan NDP, you're in kind of a unique position to push him to do that. Is, is that something you've done? Have you spoken to your federal counterpart on this? Yeah, I mean, the first thing I'll say off the top is that, you know, the federal NDP and the Saskatchewan NDP uh, were two different entities. Um, I haven't spoken to uh, Jagmeet Singh um, on, on many occasions, but every occasion that I have had the opportunity to, I have expressed concerns um, with with the the carbon tax and the application here in Saskatchewan. Um, you know, I would expect, regardless of political stripe, that all all leaders would be having those conversations with with all parties. Um, and again, in, instead of having you know divisive Twitter battles and and threatening each other in court, that uh, people expect their leaders to be reasonable, to be at the table, and to be focused on solutions um, more than their own political interests. Carla Beck is with us, leader of the Saskatchewan NDP. I know that the uh, provincial and federal New Democratic parties are definitely two separate entities and are not always in concurrence. Do you sometimes feel like Jagmeet Singh's policies cost your party support here in Saskatchewan? Because it's the same name and there's certainly a lot of strong association between them. Mm-hmm. You know, if there are are concerns that are expressed. Um, you know, I think that you know national, um, you know, federal parties often find themselves out of favor with 
with um, their provincial counterparts on, on some issues, and there are issues where, where we do agree. What I've been very much focused on as leader has been um, putting forth the the position and the needs of Saskatchewan people, um, listening to to people in this province, and coming forth with solutions and um, the their interests, uh, as opposed to worrying about what any of the federal leaders are doing. I think that that is the job of provincial leaders to represent. Um, their their province, the interests of their people, and I think that's what you will continue to see from us, um, regardless of who's in power in Ottawa. I think that's, frankly, that's the job. Carla Beck is with us as Ottawa gets ready to vote on extending the carbon tax heating exemption to all homes, not just those heated by oil. Uh, putting aside the unfairness of the home heating exemption, what is the Saskatchewan NDP's view generally on the federal carbon tax? Mm-hmm. You know, I've been very clear on this, um, and I appreciate the opportunity to to state it on the record. Um, you know, right now the the tax based carbon tax um, is is not working for Saskatchewan. I think that um, you know a, a tax based system, as opposed to an incentive based system, as we see in the U.S., um, is has has huge issues. I, I would like to see us focus on attracting investment, um, investing in, in renewables and investing in the the economy of the future. Um, I think that there are other models and um, you know that that comes from speaking with Saskatchewan people. Um, there are there are very real challenges that we face in this province uh, in terms of you know an agricultural based economy, uh, an economy that is um, resource resource dependent. And I think that there are ways like we see in the U.S. right now with the Inflation Reduction Act um, that can better address the, the concerns, better um, attract investment, something that we desperately need in this province right now, and provide that um, pathway to to the economy of the future. This this is a province that has what the world needs. I do agree with the Premier on that. And I think that there are ways that we could better attract investment um, without um, putting a burden on, on people in this province to, to pay higher and higher taxes um, that, that many people can ill afford to, to pay right now. Um, you know, this is something that I've stated clearly, stated all the way through through the leadership. And, uh, you know, I vowed when, when I was elected to focus on the, the concerns of people in this province to um, build that opportunity for people in, in this province. And I think that um, that is um, that is why we've we've come to this position. And I I do think that the the provincial government has failed to um, you know lean into that that opportunity. And uh, right now we have the worst of both worlds in this province. We have a premier who says he doesn't care about climate change. We have um, rising costs. 
And we know we're, we're losing that investment um, that could and should be here in this province. You know, I sometimes joke that, you know, that sucking sound that you hear is that investment that could be here in, in Saskatchewan, in, in mining, uh, in renewables, going, going south of the border. We need to be serious about attracting that investment and about building the economy of the future here in Saskatchewan. Well, that was really well said. Thank you so much for taking the time, Carla Beck, to join us. I always appreciate it, and I always appreciate it when there's unanimous support for something in Saskatchewan as well. It just feels so good, doesn't it? Like a little well, kumbaya moment. Well, you know, uh, maybe we will see more of those. Um, again, I think it is the expectation of people in this province that... Uh, that politicians don't just disagree for for disagreement's sake, but that they have the the interests and the well-being of people that they are meant to serve at at the forefront. So, where where there is a reasonable position, we're happy to take it, and where there's disagreement, you know, we're happy to disagree as well. And we're happy to have both on this show. Thank you so much, Carla Beck, Saskatchewan NDP leader, joining us on this Monday morning. I'm Taylor McPherson, filling in for Gormley. We're back with more right after this. Keep it. Lock to 650 CKOM and 980 CJME. Taylor McPherson sitting in for Gormley as we get this new week rolling. Still a couple of fog advisories in effect for Saskatchewan as well as some snowfall warnings up north. If you're out on the roads or the highways... Well, you know the drill. I don't even have to tell you. Just turn on your lights. Make sure you're visible to other drivers. Ah, new week. Well, it is a difficult one in Ottawa for Justin Trudeau. This is going to be a tough day. Do you ever get the impression that he just isn't really thinking stuff through? The more I think about it, the more I'm sure that we have Ron Burgundy as our Prime Minister here in Canada. Do you remember an anchorman right at the end when Will Farrell is at the bear enclosure? And I think someone falls in. He goes, oh, I'm just going to jump in and save them. And he jumps in. And as soon as he lands in the bear enclosure, he goes, I immediately regret that decision. Just immediate, instant regret, because now he's trapped in the bear enclosure, too. Well, I think Trudeau jumped into the bear pit on this carbon tax thing. And Brian Lilly makes the point that the announcement of the oil heating exemption for Atlantic Canada seemed really, really rushed. He says, you can tell it was rushed, Lilly writes, because the normally image-conscious liberals didn't have any special signage, and the announcement wasn't made at any special or picturesque location. It was just Trudeau standing in the foyer of the House of Commons with his Atlantic Canadian MPs behind him. And it's the type of thing that if you give it five minutes thought, you're just not going to do. You go, well, we can't just cut the carbon tax for the one section of Canada that's typically a liberal stronghold, but where I might actually struggle in the next election. He didn't run it past anybody because anyone with two eyes in their head would see clearly the writing on the wall on this one. I just don't understand where this Prime Minister comes from sometimes, even though I try to restrain myself from just 360-degree behind-the-back dunks on Justin Trudeau. He doesn't make it difficult, though, does he? one 332 8255 Your thoughts on the carbon tax or any other story on your mind next. It's the Hour of the Big Stories right here on Gormley, 980 CJME and 650 CKOM.